Investment advisory services offered through Sound Income Strategies, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisory firm. Johnson Wealth and Income Management and Sound Income Strategies, LLC are not associated entities. Johnson Wealth and Income Management is a franchise of Retirement Income Source, LLC. Retirement Income Source, LLC and Sound Income Strategies, LLC are associated entities. a retirement plan allows millions of people to lose 30 to 50 percent of their life savings just as they near retirement. It's a society based on freedom and choice and personal responsibility. There are no guarantees. It's important that people deal with someone to make sure to provide lifetime income. Lifetime income. And now to our story. Welcome to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson and brought to you by Johnson Wealth and Income Management. Are you living the life you want? Are you prepared for retirement as you believe you should be? What are your goals for retirement and how are you going to reach them? In the next 30 minutes of today's program, let's explore the principles necessary to live the capitalized life and the retirement of your dreams. Now, here's this week's Capitalized Life and Retirement program with your host, Matthew Johnson. And welcome to today's episode of the Capitalized Life and Retirement Show. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson, president and owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management, a retirement income source. Located in Clear Lake and Humboldt, Iowa, serving clients in northern Iowa and southern Minnesota. Well, how are you today? I hope you and your family are doing well. You're taking a little bit of time for yourself, whether you're driving, just spending some time in your garage, wherever you may be. I am so pleased that you're here, so glad that you're here, and I'm stoked to be here with you. You know what? It's the beginning of a new year. And one of the things that I've tried to adopt over the course of having this radio show over the last several years has been to kind of go through various different questions that I've received at my website, johnsonwim.com, the website that is specific for this radio show, just capitalizelife.com, or even my YouTube channel, which is The Capitalized Retirement. And if you either Google my name on YouTube or you go into YouTube and search for The Capitalized Life or my name, you're going to be able to find the various different videos that we do. But just kind of going through all the various different questions. And if you've never submitted a question to this radio show, I encourage you to do it. It's kind of fun sometimes when you hear your question on the radio. But I encourage you to do it because we're all in this together. You know, today, so many people feel as though when they ask a question of a financial advisor, What they're going to get is maybe a roundabout answer, but more or less, it's going to be a sales pitch. And that's what this radio show is committed not to do. I don't want to sell you anything. As a fiduciary, I want to help educate you because guess what? You deserve a successful retirement. You deserve the retirement that you want. All of us do as hardworking Americans. And so after going through all of these questions, here's the one that I picked that I felt was probably the single most influential, and most important. This question was actually submitted from a gentleman by the name of Philip. And Philip asked this question, Matthew, I listened to your radio show. I so appreciate it. I've learned a lot. But here's my question. How much of my money should be producing income? You know what? That is a great question. Now, here's the thing. As a fiduciary, I'm not sure how old Philip is. 
I have absolutely no idea what stage of life Philip's in. Is he in the accumulation stage? Is he retired and he's in the distribution stage? Is he 36? Is he 46? Is he 66 or is he 86? There's no context to this question. It's just a very broad general question. And yet, here is my answer, Philip. And I hope that you take this with all seriousness. Here it is. Here's the answer. All of it, always, all of the time. Did you catch that? His question is, how much of my money should be producing income? And here's the answer. All of it, always, all of the time. Now, that may seem like a very dogmatic, very stern answer. And you know what? Take it as you will. But the reality is that it is my belief of so many retirees and pre-retirees, successful investors, that all of our money should be producing income. It should be producing income always. And there is not one particular segment or time in our life in which we cannot benefit from having our money make us income. So that would be all of the time. We don't want this hit and miss, change of strategy, change of priority. Those things can happen. And in fact, I teach that when we get closer to retirement, we get closer to that distribution stage of our life, we should be really seriously contemplating and taking a look, a serious, genuine look at how we're investing our money so that we know that we are properly prepared for retirement. But this is kind of an emphatic answer, isn't it? How much of my money should be earning income? Well, all of it, always, all of the time. So here's some reasoning that I'd like you to just kind of consider over the course of the next 25 minutes. The reality is, is that as I've taught many times on this radio show, if you're a hardworking American, you've been trying to save for retirement. You've been busy focusing on saving while trying to live your life at the same time. But now in preparation of retirement, it's so vital that we would actually genuinely sit down and begin to contemplate and think about the primary reason that we have saved this money for retirement. I don't care where you've saved it at. I don't care if you've saved it in the bank, you've saved it in the 401k or the 403b. You've saved it in a Roth IRA. You've saved it in a traditional pre-tax IRA. You've put it into some sort of a savings account, some sort of a CD, some sort of a stock, some sort of a mutual fund or an index fund. I don't care about those things. I want you to consider why you've worked so hard to save this money. Now, here's the thing. You would think that you can come up with an infinite list of answers for that question. But the reality is it really boils down to three answers. I'm going to encourage you to reach out to me. Call our office at 866-290-3837. If you have questions, we will do our best to answer them for you. Take the first step. Reach out at 866-290-3837. Again, that's 866-290-3837. Now, if you have the means, if you have the opportunity to be able to take down some notes, I encourage you 
take some copious notes. So what could be the first reason or the first primary reason that I've worked so hard to save this money? And the first reason that we see a lot of is, well, I've saved this money for income in retirement. In other words, I know that Social Security is not going to be enough for me to be able to do everything that I want to do in retirement. I know that I don't have a pension, or even if I do, maybe my pension's kind of small. And so I have some fairly lofty goals for retirement. I have a bucket list of things that myself or myself and my spouse, we want to be able to do in retirement. And so your primary reason for saving this money could be that of retirement supplementation of income. Now, what's the second reason? The second possible reason that you've worked so hard to save this money for retirement, write this down, is lump sum. Now, what do I mean by lump sum? Well, kind of think of it this way. Maybe you're in a position where you've always dreamed of having that place in the lake. You've always dreamed of owning that cabin up in the woods. You've always dreamed of being able to build that new home down in Phoenix, Arizona somewhere. We're talking about a big financial one-time expenditure. Something in which when you get to retirement, you're going to take a whole chunk, maybe even the majority of your retirement savings out intentionally so that you can pay cash for whatever this item is. You know, if we were closer to the East Coast, closer to the West Coast, maybe you'd be buying a yacht or a sailboat or something of that nature. But for us in the Midwest, it's probably going to be real estate, more than likely. What's the third potential reason? The third potential reason, write this down, is legacy. Now, legacy can mean lots of things to lots of people. Legacy could be, I want to leave it to my children. I want to leave it to my grandchildren, even my great-grandchildren. I want to leave it to various different charities that I strongly believe in. And the reality is, is that when you think about those three reasons, income supplementation in retirement, lump sum, and legacy, I want you to really think about which one has the slight advantage of being the most important to you. And you know what? Your answer is yours, and it's yours alone. The next guy might pick a different answer as the primary motivation that he's worked so hard to save this money. But for you, write it down. Now, if you've picked number one, or maybe picking number one is very, very simple to you. It's just a no-brainer. Well, it's to supplement my retirement income. I know I don't have a pension. I know that Social Security is not going to be enough. I have dreams. I have aspirations. I have things and places that I want to go when I retire. And frankly, Matthew, I know that I need to have retirement income. Great. We've identified number one. Now, here's the second exercise. The second exercise is to identify what has a slight edge for number two. Is it potentially legacy? Would you prioritize leaving an inheritance behind for your kids and grandkids more so than you would having lump sum accessibility? Or is having lump sum accessibility maybe slightly more important than leaving a legacy to the children? Now, here's the thing. 
there's a lot of my clients that they say, you know what? My kids are doing better than I am. My kids have done really, really well in life. They don't need any of this money. I've worked hard for this money and I perceive this money as my own. This is for us to enjoy. If there's any left, well, I guess so be it. There's money that's going to be left for the kids. Other individuals would say, absolutely not. I've got everything I need. I'm not looking to make a big major purchase. Maybe I'll buy a new car, but that's not a, you know, a tremendously huge expenditure. And the reality is, I think that legacy is more important than going out and, you know, using a half million or a million to buy this piece of property or to build this piece of real estate or whatever the case may be. That's okay. Again, this is your answer. And you have to give what you believe your priorities are. The reason that we want to be able to start here is because, you see, I speak so often to so many people throughout a year, whether it be through the YouTube or the radio or in-person workshops, or if people come and decide that they want to have a visit with me in my offices. The reality is that we have to personally decide what our priorities are because this is our objective. And you see, it's your objective that is to drive and direct how you invest your money. And I'm going to give you some evidence as to why we want all of our money, all of it, always, all of the time, producing income. Sit tight. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson. Thanks for listening to our show. Our Income First model is a strategy that seeks to focus on income through a diverse portfolio of fixed income and fixed income-like equity positions. To accomplish this, we just avoid mutual funds and we focus on individual income-generating securities that can be customized and managed for your specific investment needs. By being willing to stray away from a short-term benchmark, we can focus on delivering a more secure and reliable year-over-year income stream and opportunistically manage through volatility. To learn more about our Income First approach, just reach out to the show today. Call 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. Or visit johnsonwim.com. That's johnsonwim.com. Time now for more of the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson. And welcome back to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Show. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson, president and owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management, a retirement income source located in Clear Lake and Humboldt, Iowa, serving clients in northern Iowa and southern Minnesota. Well, if you're just joining us today, we're answering a question that was selected from 2023's, we'll call it mailbag, more or less, the questions that have been submitted to us over the course of a year of 2023 through either the Johnson WIM website or the radio show website, CapitalizedLife.com, or even our YouTube channel, the Capitalized Life and Retirement channel. Now, in this particular case, Philip asked the question, Matthew, how much of my money should be producing income? In the first part, I answered this question very dogmatically. The answer is, all of it, always, all of the time. 
Now, that seems very fanatical almost, but the reality is, is that we discuss that we have to prioritize why we have chosen to save all of this money for retirement. So if you're just joining us, I encourage you, think about all of the money that you've saved and all of the various different accounts that you have saved money in for retirement, and then identify one of three reasons. What is your primary reason? Was it income supplementation? Was it lump sum? Was it legacy? And then after you've prioritized number one, then determine which is second most important. It's still important. It's in the top three, of course. But which one is the second most important? Is it the lump sum, the big one-time expenditure that you're going to take a whole bunch of money from what you've worked hard to save so that you can buy that one item for cash? Or is it going to be more so the legacy? And then, of course, if you've picked one and you've picked two, now three works itself out. Now, I shared in the first half of the program that we're going to, in this half of the program, provide some evidence, some things for you to consider, some considerations, as it were. The first is really this. I want you to think about this question. Does the market always go up? Now, that's kind of a rhetorical, silly, dumb question, isn't it? Does the market always go up? And all of us know the answer to that question. The answer is emphatically no. We saw 2020. We saw 2022. We saw 2023. We're not dummies. We know that the market doesn't always go up. And if we want to go even further into history, we certainly can. We can go back to 2018. We can look at 2007 to 2009. We can even go back to 2000 to 2003. And we can see the historical patterns of the market where the market is sold off up to 50%. And so, no, the answer to that question is the market doesn't always go up. Now, I want you to consider this in context of my answer to Philip. How much of his money should always be making or should be making income? And my answer is all of it. Always, all of the time. You see, so often we have money that is sitting in various different types of instruments. It could be a mutual fund. It could be an index fund. It could be a stock. And the reality is, is that that position that we're holding doesn't produce any income. And that means that when the market declines, when the value of that asset or that instrument goes down, well, you're just a duck on the pond. You're going down with the water level. And you see, when you have money that is invested in instruments that are creating income, it could be 3%, it could be 4%, it could be 5%. Now, I teach my clients that at all times, their money should be producing 5% or better. But let's just say it was 5%. Now, you've got principle you own instruments that are creating income for you, i.e. dividends or interest or a combination of both. And while the market is down, answer this question. Is that not the time in which we should be buying? And yet, in so many different instances, this is the hardest part for an investor. 
because you've only got so much money to invest, right? If you've got a job and you've got a 401k, you're going to be scheduled for some sort of a payroll deduction. And yes, you can change it. Yes, you can amend how much they're taking out of your paycheck to defer into that 401k or that 403b. But the reality is, is that the more you defer into that account, you know the less you have to live on. And so you see, what I'm teaching you is that the actual account that you own with the instruments that you own within that account, if they are being properly managed, if they are being institutionally managed the way that I teach my clients, their accounts should be managed. And there is dividends. There is copious interest that is being produced each and every month. Now, you are able to take full advantage of volatility. Does it make it less fun? It does not. But it does take the sting out of it because you know you're not sitting on the sidelines doing nothing. You know you're not just watching the balance of your account go down. You know you're being productive by buying more when there's volatility all around you. This is allowing you to have additional dollar cost averaging outside of what you may be doing for yourself in contributing more of your own dollars. So if you're thinking, yeah, that makes sense, or you have questions about our discussion today, I'd like you to reach out to me at 866-290-3837. My team will put together some educational materials that I know will be of value, and we'll email them to you or we'll throw them in the mail to you if you prefer. If you have questions, we will answer them. So take the first step, reach out at 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. Now, the second thing that I'd like you to consider is this. When we think about risk, when we think about volatility, it's interesting how many people fail to understand. They've never been told, they've never been educated that instruments that they can own that they can hold, that they can invest in, that produce interest, that produce dividends, generally come with less risk. They come with what we call less standard deviation than, say, positions that don't. So, in other words, if you were to look at, say, just stocks, you know, so very often I like to see clients involving at least a part of their retirement savings in good quality equities. Good quality companies that are producing dividends. And it's interesting when you compare stocks side by side, generally speaking, the stocks that have a history of paying dividends, never cutting their dividends, increasing the dividend over the course of history, tend to have much less volatility, much less up and down, yo-yoing, back and forth. They have greater price stability. And let me ask you, as you get older, as you get closer to retirement, having less risk, is that not important to you? Seeing less of a seesaw, is that not important for your psychology, for your mental well-being as you get closer and closer to retirement? Now, number three, I've asked this question before, but maybe you're a new listener. Maybe You haven't ever heard this program before, so I'm going to ask you to personally answer this question. What do you think the number one fear amongst retirees is today? What do you think it is? It's not dying. 
So what could it be? If you answered the fear of running out of money, you would be absolutely right. And you see, I'd like you to consider this. If your money is properly being invested, your money is properly being managed for the stage of life that you're in. It is producing interest and dividends. This is now giving you an opportunity to avoid and virtually eliminate that fear from your life. You see, if your million dollars of retirement savings that you've worked so hard to save is producing 50000 60000 or more in interest and dividends every year, Think about the freedom that that creates for you. Think about the freedom to be able to spend the interest, to be able to spend the dividends, knowing that you're not touching the principal. You see, when we have rentals as landlords, we don't want to sell the rental. We want to hold the rental. Why? Because we want the rent. And if we can only consider, if we can only wrap our brain around getting our money invested in such a way where it's being productive, it's fulfilling our number one objective, income in retirement. Now, not only are we able to take advantage of when the market is down because we've got interest and dividends to reinvest to help us dollar cost average, but we also now have income that when we really want it, When we've lost the security of a paycheck because we've retired or we've decided to scale back, we're not working as many hours. Now we have dividends that we can spend. Dividends that are the natural production, the natural energy that's coming from how we are investing our money. Number four, remember how I encourage to have a pen and paper and I encourage every one of us. When we hear things that are stimulating to us, things that make sense, write them down. But I'm about to share with you one of the single most important equations that I've taught all of my clients. And if you're not aware of it, you need to be aware of it. It's the equation of total return. You see, all of us want total return, but what is total return on our money? Well, here's the equation. TR equals I plus G. You see, we think of total return as always being the G, always being growth. But we've already asked this question, does the market always go up? And the answer is no. Sometimes a G turns into an L. And so this is where we need to understand that to be the most bulletproof we possibly can be in our retirement savings strategy, We want to grow. Yes, we want appreciation, but we know that it's not always going to be there. And so this is the reason why the dividend component of our portfolio is so vital. It is always income plus growth that helps us get the total return that we deserve. So let me ask you a personal question. Are you getting what you deserve from your management of your retirement portfolio? Are you getting it? Do you know what you're getting? Do you know how much income you're getting? Do you know what your yield is? Do you know just how much risk you're taking on within your own retirement portfolio? Have you ever done a risk assessment? If you know that there's red flags in your portfolio, what are you doing to fix them? These are all important questions that 
you are personally responsible for fixing. So I hope that this show today has been helpful in motivating you to figure out what is your priority and why do you need income and have having all of your money, all of it, producing all of the income you possibly can get, always, all of the time. Now, if you've been listening to this radio show for some time and you've got a burning question, I encourage you, go to our website, johnsonwim.com, as in wealthincomemanagement.com, where you will be able to email us whatever questions that you have. I try to, from time to time, pick out a question and throw it into a radio show if I think that it fits with the discussion and the topic of the day. But certainly, if you send us a question and it's something that I know that I can explicitly answer for you and I can help give you a little bit of guidance, I'm willing to do that. So go ahead, go to our website, johnsonwim.com, and you'll be able to see previous radio shows. You'll be able to see TV interviews as well as our weekly YouTube videos that I record each week. And you'll be able to reach out to us personally. I'm Matthew Johnson. And as always, remember, it's up to you to make today a great day. Thanks so much for listening. That's all the time we have for today. To schedule 15 minutes with Matthew off the air, call 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. And for more information, visit us online at johnsonwim.com. That's johnsonwim.com. We will be back again next week at this same time for another Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson.